Well, if it isn't Monday night, it's been a heck of a heck of a week since the last time we hung out and drank beer together. But uh, what's my mic doing all the way up there? That's a bit better. But here we are. Here we are. Monday night. It's the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. Just sitting here, finishing uh, a beer, as is often the case. Having a dab tonight. My go-to cold yellow beer. Bang for your buck. $2.30 a can. Man, you almost can't buy soda for that price. And this is beer. And it's pretty good beer. I enjoy it. Let me just, uh, I'm just going to finish it here. One sec. Nope, not quite. That got it. Don't worry. That got it. Set it on that pile of empties I have over there. Got to clean my office. I was a busy boy this weekend. Uh, remember what I talked about at the end of the last episode? I made it happen. I'm looking at the evidence of it right now. But we'll deal with that later. Because tonight, I got an exciting one. I was in the LCBO there on the weekend. I did not make my normal uh, Godspeed order this week. I just thought, let's switch things up a little. Walked into my local LC and picked up a whack of beer. And then that was on Friday. And then I did that again on Saturday. And uh, actually, come to think of it, the first one might have been the grocery store. I think I did grocery store on Friday, LCB on Saturday, but who cares? The point is, we live in a golden age for access to beer. And, uh, you know, one of the things that COVID did do was it really opened that sort of thing up. So did a lot of negative, but it's done a lot of good things for our access to beer in this here fine city, in this here fine province. Anyway, uh, all that's to say... Um, saw this guy and I thought, let's have a crack. This is uh, Rouge River Holy Trinity Hazy IPA. Holy Trinity, that sounds like a good beer. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, have I had Rouge River before? Yeah, um, a, a small number of times. I have a feeling like one time they had a tent at a Wolfpack game. Maybe. Uh, but actually, the first time I had them... I grabbed, I saw their can of beer. It was an IPA. It wasn't the hazy IPA. I think it was called something else. Uh, I just grabbed one on a lark and I grabbed a couple of, um, of, of beers at the time. I, I'm assuming this was at an LCBO. This was some time ago, many years now. Uh, I'd never even heard of Rouge River Brewing, knew nothing about them. But I grabbed it with some others. As I recall, the others ranged from mediocre to actually I had to pour them out. These were from different breweries. But the one IPA that I'd grabbed that was Rouge River, I was very pleased with. It was a very delicious beer. So I do have high hopes for this one. Uh, what do I know about Rouge River? Still not a whole lot. I think they're a contract brewery, but I could be wrong about that. When I look at the can after I've had a sip, I'm going to see if I can ascertain that because often you can tell it'll say somewhere. Um, and I, of course, am not against a contract brewery. Some of the finest. Uh, well, that's not entirely true, but there are some very fine uh, contract brewers out there. And uh, if they're making uh, good use of somebody else's space, I say go for it. Sorry, I've just found a little dry bit of skin on my thumb. And I'm really, I don't know, I need to leave it alone. I'm such a little 
I pick at things. It's not good. I gotta gotta not do that. Be a grown up, Chris. Okay, let's drink a beer. That'll distract me. Like I said, Rouge River Brewing Company. Holy Trinity Hazy IPA. Now, I do notice just looking at the front of the label, I'm not reading anything. It does say Markham, Ontario, and I don't know Markham very well. It's very possible that there's a bricks and mortar brewery up there, and I've just missed it. Um, which, hey, that's on me, guys, if that's the case. Oh, pour this. That is a hazy. Oh, golly, yeah. I like what I'm seeing here. This looks like uh, white grapefruit juice. It is hazy AF, as the kids post on the socials. Oh, and I'm, I think I'm, maybe it's just, it might just be that I'm, I have a suggestible mind, but I immediately smelled some white grapefruit there. So let's, uh, let's see here. Oh, sorry, I've just gotten an email that I really want to read, but I'm not going to, guys. I'm not going to. But it's about rugby. Uh, sorry, here. Back, back on track. Back on track. It's too early to talk about rugby, at least in this app. Yeah, so actually some white grapefruit, maybe some orange. Uh, yeah, citrusy for sure. Could say maybe tangerine or... or um, Let me have another sniff. Yeah, yeah. Tangerine and white grapefruit, maybe. And uh, 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 grapes, white grapes. Hey, Kevin, welcome aboard. Uh, not quite Venice, though. It's not a Venice grapey note. It's grapes. It smells like grapes. A bit. Just very small. And like, mm, mm, maybe pineapple? A little hard to say. That one's a little bit more obscure. It's very fruity, as you would expect with a hazy IPA. Not really getting a ton of malt on the nose. Anyway, I think it's time to have a sip. Here I go. Mmm, mmm. Mmm. White grapefruit, big time. Oh, hang on. Hmm. Mmm. Hmm. 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 Sorry. Really gotta leave that thumb alone. Um, wow. Not what I was expecting, but not bad. Um, huh. They do just call it a hazy IPA. This is not a New England IPA. This is really interesting. I want one more sip. Hmm. Hmm. Visually and on the aroma, this is not what I was expecting. A lot of white grapefruit. Uh, pine or evergreeny. Very bitter. Uh, not like quite bone shaker levels of bitter. But, but bitter, 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 bitter for sure. Oh, hey, Crafty J767. Um, very bitter. There's, this isn't just laid hops. Was it just last week I said, if you think 
you don't like IPAs because you don't like bitter beers, try this beer because it's not bitter. It's just aromatic. This one today, Holy Trinity from Hazy or Hazy IPA from Rouge River. If you don't like bitter beer, you're not going to like this. It's bitter. Um, white grapefruit, evergreen, earthy. Not really getting any grape anymore. Maybe some strawberry, though. Like strawberry tops, bitter red, but also green and leafy. Yeah, definitely, actually. A lot of perceived residual bitterness on my cheeks. Interestingly, on the nose, I thought it was going to be a little bit like, shoot, was it just last week? What did we do last week? Uh, there's ways I can check this, but I'm going to. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not going to. But then again, it's not that hard. If I just go to my tracks, it was working hard. New England IPA. That's right. OK, good. So. Working hard, New England IPA, no residual bitterness. But remember, we talked about how there was an almost tartness from the hops. I thought based on the aroma that I was going to get that with this beer. I did not. This beer is bitter. And there are citrusy notes, but there's not any of that perceived tartness, at least not that I'm picking up personally. Um, resiny, you might even say, this beer. But visually, it is, as I say, I mean, if you're looking at the video, that's white grapefruit juice levels of opaque. It is opaque, <laughs> like even the very corners of the glass are completely opaque. Um, it's not chunky that I can see, but it's it's opaque. I don't know what you want to hear here. Hazy doesn't even come close. This ain't hazy. This is fully fogged over. Um, in a very good way. But what's interesting is visually when you see this, if you're like me, you immediately think New England IPA, which shouldn't have anywhere near this level of, of perceived bitterness. Um, this has a ton. It's not bad. It doesn't call itself a New England IPA either, or to say that another way, uh, the, the people at Rouge River have not said that that's what this is, which is good because that would be a very generous assessment of the style. Um, it's sort of, you might call it an East Coast or you could just call it sort of a New World IPA. It's, it's almost got the hopping level of a West Coast IPA, but with the visual appearance, the mouthfeel, I haven't mentioned this yet, but it's quite creamy in the, in the mouth. Um, and, and the aromatics of a New England, but with like a West Coast level of early hopping, um, or maybe not quite that much, but it's, <laughs> I think the thing is when you're mentally and, and you're, you've prepared your palate thinking it's not going to be particularly bitter, I'm terrible at this sort of stuff, but if I guessed this is probably 50 ish IBU, like it's, it's solidly bitter, um. Uh, in a nice way. I'm not complaining. I was just very surprised. Yeah, super creamy mouthfeel. I would almost say like a gentle uh, carbonation to it. Um, and then, yeah, just this surprising bitterness, um, which is quite nice. The bitterness is very much resiny. 
it's uh, the bitterness is all uh, evergreen and, and uh, grapefruit peel. Not sticky. I'm just rubbing my tongue on my teeth. No, not sticky, but uh, bitter to be sure. Huh, that's something. And I already know what you're going to eat with this. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you've listened to this uh, podcast more than a few times, here we are going back to spicy. Remember last week I said, hey, this isn't one that necessarily needs to be paired with anything. This doesn't need to be paired with anything either, but it's going to work really well with um, spicy. And so spicy in terms of chili and heat, like picante. Also, it would be nice if there were some spices. Do you see where I'm going right now? We're going down the, the jerk route, uh, chicken or fish, whatever you prefer. Um, but the the. I guess you would say fruitiness of the scotch bonnet peppers, pardon me, with uh, a ton of heat and spice covered spicing, all spice, uh, black pepper. Uh, what else goes in a good jerk sauce? My, my brain's not with me right now. Um, anyway, the point is some nice spices because this has got a ton of citrus. It doesn't, you don't need to play that up at all. I'm not going to tell you to have like a citrus glazed piece of meat or fish or something here. What we're going to do is turn up the heat basically. Um, cause this beer will definitely keep up with that. And then you just want to choose something that's going to work well with the existing citrus in the beer, which a, a jerk sauce would do really well. Similarly, um, a notably spicy, especially green, uh, Thai curry could work really well here. Um, Thai curry is pretty creamy and it's a kind of creamy beer. The bitterness would work well with the heat, but there isn't necessarily a ton of, of acidity to cut that creaminess. So, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just maybe that's not my top pick. I'm still leaning towards jerked fish or chicken, if you like. Uh, go easy on the barbecue on that. Doesn't need to be particularly smoky in this case. It's fine if it is, but the smoke from the barbecue isn't going to uh, help anything at all. Uh, won't hinder it, but it's not going to be adding any elevation. Um, aside from itself, I mean, smoking cooked meat, that's not a bad thing. Uh, oh, hey, babe. That's weird. I wouldn't have thought story time was eh, anyway. Wife just joined us. Uh, this is this is very interesting. It's almost got a little heat to it, like boozy heat. As I'm spending a bit of time with him, uh, maybe not. Maybe that was a bit of an aftertaste. Let's go to the can. No, well, it is six point eight percent alcohol. Hmm. I'm getting a multi quality here. Now that you remember we were talking last time, sometimes it can take a while for your brain to pull all the different parts of out. There's a multi quality here. It's almost it might be crystally malty. Not in a bad way. No, that's not crystal malt, but there is a malt sweetness, which is nice. It's interesting. It takes a minute to find. What does the can have to say for itself? Well, not a lot. Oh, they do seem to. Yeah, they have. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're in unit uh, eight fifty Bullock Drive, Markham. Um, we uh, we took our first dog as a couple, uh, Boston, our beagle to obedience at a place on Bullock Drive up in Markham. Seems like a long way to go, but it was worth it. They were really good at what they did. 
What does this beer contain? Water, malted barley, wheat, oats, oats, oats. I meant to say oats, hops, and uh, yeast. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the murkiness of it definitely says at least wheat and probably oats, and they say both, which I believe. I don't get a ton of wheat character off of it. Which, to be fair, could be because it's aggressively hopped. It's quite nice. Yeah, just just be ready. This is a bitter beer. It's it's not a New England IPA. It's uh, it's something different. Really nice. Um, but yeah, you you like me might be fooled by the initial impressions. Really tasty beer, and uh, good for Rouge River. Uh, maybe you got to get up to Markham sometime. Swing by that brewery. Got to expect they've probably got a tap room. I don't know. I, I literally know nothing about them. It's, it's kind of nice when I'm totally cold like this. Pardon me, burped again. Um, that's what we're doing. Uh, Rouge River, Holy Trinity, Hazy IPA. As noted, bought that at the LCBO. Nice, nice work. Seems to have um, in the label... Uh, what is this, like the Holy Grail print? Holy Grails? Many Holy Grails. Multiple. Um, maybe all of them are fake except one. There's a challenge to find it. That'd be fun. One of these things is not like the others. No, they all look the same to me. Uh, I digress. Tasty beer. Pick it up at the LCBO or up in Markham on Bullock Drive. Um, I assume. I can't confirm that or deny that, but I think so. And uh, yeah. Tasty Beer Rouge River, nicely done. Oh, hey, Ben Johnson. Um, so, yeah, what did we learn? Much more bitter than expected. Nicely aromatic. Lots of citrus. Tasty beer. Mm-mm-mm. But, yeah, resiny for sure. I mean, I really like that. I I had some Bone Shaker this past weekend. I, I miss big, stupid, aggressively hoppy beers sometimes. Um, this one isn't maybe quite that level, as I said, but it's pretty aggressive. So that's something. Uh, so, hey, what else we got going down? Well, I actually have notes now. Um, I can tell you. Actually, I can just show you. Do you know what this is right here if you're watching the video? This is, um, this is the first printed version on not great paper, if I'm honest, of uh, the zine that I told you all about last week. Spent Grains. Spent grain zine. Uh, and I do have some uh, events listed on the back. Uh, the one I think I'll draw attention to, actually, let's go with two. Um, coming up, Sada City, if you're up in Gravenhurst on Saturday, November the 24th. I am excited about this one. I'm, I'm not going, but it sounds like a great event. Um, from 6 p.m. onwards, uh, they uh, uh, one of their uh, brewers, I believe, is um, he's making pizzas. And uh, and then they're they're selling them in the in the in the saloon, they call it uh, proceeds going to crafting a cure, which is a uh, a charitable effort for the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation of Canada. 
so if you are in the Muskoka area, especially uh, Gravenhurst or Bracebridge, which isn't that far, uh, if you're in that part of the world on Saturday, November the 24th, 6 p.m. onwards, uh, my understanding is he's going to make pies to leave out of ingredients. So go on by, grab yourself a pie, and know that you're helping to support the uh, Juvenile Diabetes Foundation of Canada. Very good uh, cause, that. Uh, the other thing I am going to mention, uh, uh, quite a bit later, you'll probably hear about this one again, uh, on December the 18th, Indie Ale House is hosting Stout Night. They have two windows of time you can attend. That would be from noon until 4 p.m. or from 5 until 9 p.m. As noted, December the 18th, Indie Ale House. And I believe, if I recall, that's taking place at their... Um, like production facility, their 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 warehousey facility, not at the bar. But I could be wrong about that. The best thing to do would be to look it up. Uh, you can just Google NDL House, look them up on Instagram. That's how I like to find out things. And uh, check. I know tickets are for sale. It's a ticketed event. Uh, you will need to uh, have a ticket, I am assuming, prove double vaccination, and uh, otherwise go have a great time. Not just their stouts, of course. I saw the list and it was lengthy. Uh, many local breweries have contributed stouts for that night, and uh, it should be a really, really good time. Oh, Ben's asking, where do people find this zine? He missed that part. Toronto Breweries, I presume. Ben, I'm glad you set me up with that lob. You can write for the zine anytime you want to. I'm just going to have a sip of beer. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to keep you hanging. Mmm. That's a nice beer. Where do you get the zine? Good question. Look up at Spent Grains Zine. All one word. That is S-P-E-N-T-G-R-A-I-N-S-Z-I-N-E uh, on Instagram. And uh, link in the bio, there's a link tree. You can download a uh, digital copy, uh, PDF, they're both PDFs, uh, digital copy, easy to read on your screen or easy-ish. It's still a zine. It looks like it was made on a Xerox. Uh, that was on purpose. I used ridiculously arcane methods to put this together. Uh, not limited, but including uh, a YooHoo glue stick. So uh, you can get that there. You can also download the print spreads is the technical term. Now, what is that? Well, that's what I'm holding right here when you have it. And so it prints the pages in the proper order to then be folded in half. Tabloid style is actually the name of that fold. Would you believe it? Not a tabloid. I mean, it is technically a tabloid, but not in the sense that you think I said. Just in the sense that I said, not that you think I said. That was a little Chevy Chase. Um, you can grab the print spreads. This zine was designed by a person who has some experience in the world of printmaking, uh, but with toner and paper uh, conservation as a founding principle, mainly because my hope is if you are a bar or a brewery, or just a beer-adjacent thing. Maybe you run a cool new bottle shop on Roncesvalles. Uh, I would be very happy and very thankful if you were to take the print spread, set your printer to uh, double-sided printing, assuming it can do that. Most can these days. Uh, feel free to click the uh, preserve ink or whatever um, you want. Um, <laughs> 
it it's as I say, pretty ropey quality to begin with. It's not going to be made worse by that. Uh, and then print them out, um, fold them much as I have done here, and just uh, leave them someplace that somebody can pick up. You will note. I've suggested uh, if people want to take the copy, they give you a dollar. I'm not telling you you need to put a skew on your till. I'm hoping they'll just give you a buck if they're going to take it. Also, this one um, was an early, actually, edition. This is like 0 0.2, uh, not 1.0. Uh, but there's typically a QR code on the paper one that uh, people can scan and then read it digitally on their phone. So they could leave it behind. Uh, interesting stuff, though. What have we got in, in this uh, week's, or months, pardon me. Let's not get crazy, months issue. Uh, well, we've got the beer dog of the month. Hey, do you have a beer dog that you want featured in Spent Grains? Look up at Spent Grains Zine on Instagram. Let me know. Uh, got a review of uh, Svetli Letzak 12 from Godspeed, my boyfriend. Um, got an article about bottles and cans and which one's better. Spoiler alert. It's bottles. I, uh, I made a comic. I actually drew it with my own two hands makes fun of hipsters of which I am one um, better know a brewer this uh, month we interviewed Aaron Broadfoot from Little Beasts is it literally just the screen grabs of a text conversation we had printed pasted and reprinted yeah that's exactly what it is is the type just slightly too small yeah that was my bad it's still readable but you want to make sure you've got ample light. Hey, how about this? This is something you haven't seen too often. It's called Sounds Good to Me. And instead of pairing a beer with food, I've paired it with music. There's a four song playlist and another QR code. I've made liberal use of QR codes in this uh, where you can download that playlist uh, on Spotify. And the suggested beer pairing is the Best Bitter Special from Granite Brewery. Love that. Got some horoscopes. Yeah, I wrote those with my own two hands. And actually, Erin uh, Broadfoot wrote one of them, her own. I won't tell you which. See if you can figure it out. Got some pub trivia in the back. Cool little game called Inside Out, where I've listed the nutritional information for an item in my refrigerator, and you have to tell me what it is. That's fun. Some uh, news bulletins, and then as noted, some events right here on the back. Great little zine. I mean, I think so, because I made it. But uh, check it out. Spent Grains Zine on Insta. Uh, you can download your copies there. I've also put it out on Facebook and some other places. Thinking about maybe making an email distribution list, but do people still care about that? I feel like every brewery's got a newsletter these days, so maybe. But most importantly, if you're listening to this, and if you run a bar or a brewery or a beer-adjacent venture, I honestly would be very pleased and tickled and thankful if uh, if you were willing to print out a copy or two and uh, include it at your local uh, whatever it is you do. Um, I suggest, by the way, print it out and leave it in the bathroom on the back of a toilet because I think that's people need reading material. You know, the thing is, everybody, as soon as they go to the bathroom, they've already got their phone out. But uh, think of that. You can handle something that 10 other people have handled and, um, you know, just make sure you wash your hands when you're done. Everything will be fine. And as noted, feel free to take it with you. Just ink and paper are cheap, but they're not free. So if you're going to take it from a, a brewery or a bar, maybe offer a little 
little offset there to, to keep it, um, or alternatively just print it out for yourself. Anybody can download it. So um, that's where we're at. We had some comments fly through here. Ben says, loves this grassroots DIY dirty little paper. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to repeat that because I don't like getting an E on my uh, my podcast, but duly noted, who needs email? Pfft, silly. And thanks, Kevin. So that's what we're doing. There will be a December edition because I can't tell you how much fun I had making this. Um, it was a lot of work. It's going to be less next time because a lot of it was um, getting my uh, uh, templates and stuff laid out. Um, it, as noted, it is a multi-step process. This is how ridiculous it is. All of the type in it uh, are text blocks in Photoshop and then I print out full pages and then I cut the pages out and I glue those to blank pages and then I scan them back in. It's totally unnecessary, but it does add to the DIY look of the paper. And uh, I'm nothing if not a absolutely frustrating hipster who would go to that sort of lengths to make it look like a good old zine. So that's what we're doing. Uh, so yeah, what did we learn? If you've got a beer dog you want featured in the zine, get at me. Everything, it's going to be at Spent Grain Zine on Insta, so hit me up there. If you've got any news uh, or events, same. If you think you've got a beer you want me to uh, <laughs> to review, etc., um, let me know. Uh, I'm not looking for freebies right now. Our distribution is still very small, uh, but I'm very happy to go pick up a beer and, and uh, do it on somebody's recommendation. And uh, yeah, if, if you want to contribute, send me a message. Tell me what you're thinking. Uh, I might say yes. I might say no. Who knows? I'm very open. Uh, Kevin says he's going to let Kevin at Block 3 know. Kevin at Block 3 has already printed some out and put them at Block 3. So you can pick up your copy of spent grain zine at block three, but please give them a dollar per copy. Again, ink and paper, it's not free. Uh, also, if you see one, or if you yourself have printed one out and left it, go ahead and take a photo of it and uh, tag me in it. That would really make my day. Um, and this really is just a bit of an ego boost for me at this point. So uh, let's boost it. It's there to be boosted. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Uh, busy weekend getting that out, but gosh, I'm happy I did now, and I'm pleased with all this talk about it. Hmm. Makes me feel all warm inside. I'm gonna have another sip of this beer. Mm -mm -mm. This beer, what was it? Just to remind you, Holy Trinity Hazy IPA from Rouge River. Do not be fooled, not a New England IPA. Assertively bitterer than I was expecting, but really nice. Really nice, really leaning into the uh, the evergreen side of things as it's warming a little bit. So that's that's something I like that. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm going to shut it down for the night. Um, I hope you have a good night. Have a good week. Uh, oh, no, I was going to I oh, I always like a PSA. I'm going to really quickly do a PSA. I was reminded today on, uh, I don't know, some social media. Um, I saw one of those posts it seemed on the face of it to be a really good, intelligent post, but there's a small problem with it, which I'll cover. First of all, what was the post? It was um, a thing talking about, hey, you know, this is the time of year when people are all given to food banks, you know, which is a good thing. Um, 
And it was saying, hey, these are some things that you don't realize about food banks. So like everybody gives craft dinner, but nobody gives milk and you need milk to make craft dinner. Uh, nobody ever gives like cooking oil, which is like you kind of need that for pretty much everything. They're like, hey, if you give hamburger helper, you still need hamburger to make that. That's not an easy thing to come by. Some tips like that. Also, like, remember uh, uh, menstrual products for people who menstruate uh, diapers. You can give those to, to food banks. Those are necessary, too. Again, on the face of it, that's a cool post, right? But there's one fatal error to it, and it's this. People need to stop giving food and products to food banks. And I know that you might be thinking, that doesn't sound right, Chris. You seem to be in support of food banks, but yet you're telling us not to give food to food banks? Shouldn't I show up to my local seasonal event with my little cans of beans and, uh, I don't know, corn or whatever, and I put it in the box? No, don't. Stop doing that. For the love of God, stop giving food banks food. Give them money, okay? Let me explain to you why. For one, as noted in that list, people tend to give things that aren't necessarily the most useful things for food banks. Again, a box of hamburger helper does nobody any good if they don't also have hamburger. And nobody's given them hamburger because that's perishable and you have to give non-perishable items. So the food bank knows best what the people who they support need. Maybe in this neighborhood, there is a significant number of people who only eat halal. And in which case they need pretty specific foods, which you may or may not be providing. Trust that the food bank knows what the people they serve need and let them make those decisions. Why else? When they have a box full of random crap that tons of different people have thrown in, they need to have staff go through and sort that and shelve it and figure out how to disperse that in the best way possible. And it takes up a lot of time and energy, like a lot if you just let them buy the things they need, there's way less sorting, way less stacking. They just bring it in and distribute it, and it's easy. Furthermore, do you think that, like, say, the Daily Bread Food Bank is going to go to Loblaws and pay retail for baked beans and canned corn and Hereford beef or whatever? No, of course not. A, those grocery stores want to give them as much stuff as they can because it's a tax write-off. So they will give them way better than market prices and in many cases free stuff. But even when they're paying, they're not paying retail, which you are. So if you spend $5 on canned and boxed items and give it to the food bank, instead of just giving them the $5, you're probably getting like at least 50% less than what they would have gotten if you'd just given them the money and let them buy it. It's so simple. The other thing is, you don't even have to think. Think, oh, I would have bought $5 worth of that. Just give them five bucks. It's easier. It's easier on you, it's easier on them, and it's better for the people they serve. Stop giving food banks food. Let them buy the food themselves. Just give them the money to do it. And in fact, because I just saved you time and energy, if you were going to give them $5, give them 7 because I saved you $2 worth of time, okay? That's what you need to do. Stop giving food banks 
food. The only person that, that serves is you and your sense of having done something because you physically got some things, you physically took them to a box and you physically put them in and you got to think, hey, I did a good thing. A better thing would be to just give them money. They want it. They don't want your boxes of hamburger helper. Just give them money. Okay? That's the PSA for tonight. Stop giving food banks food. Give them money. It's way more useful. Way better for everybody. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Hey, if you do give canned goods to the food bank, you're not a terrible person. It's just you're serving your own ego. Just give them money. Trust me. It's way better for everybody. Uh, so that's all we got for this week. <laughs> On that happy note, I will talk to you in seven days. Look up at Spent Grain Zine on Instagram. You can have your own copy. Print it out, read it digitally, share it, do whatever you want with it. It's free. It's open source. Do what you want. I don't care. Uh, pick up some of this nice Rouge River Holy Trinity Hazy IPA. Holy Trinity, that's a tasty beer. But remember, she's a bitter one and opaque AF, as the kids say. But you can grab that at the LCBO and check them out if you're up Markham Way. I'm not going to be in the near future, but next time I am, I might swing by 50 Bullock Drive and see what there is to see. Other than that, have a good week. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else as, as, as able, as I like to say from time to time. And uh, that's about it, kids. We'll talk at you in seven days.